That's a good way to put it. Mm-hmm. Once you rip off the band-aid, it doesn't stick back the same. Oh, bitch. Mm. Look at you with this thing. Oh, girl. girl. Hello. Hello. Happy Wednesday. Happy Wednesday. Welcome back to another episode of Just One. Tonight, we are thrilled to announce that we are drinking again. Woo! We are back to being a raging podcast. Can't wait. I hope you guys can't wait. <laughs> we are having just one glass of sparkling rosé in order, well, in honor of Micah welcoming back alcohol into her life. Thank you so much. Cheers. Cheers. Oh, oh yeah. Delicious. That's how it tastes. It's Josh Prosecco, too. I never knew Josh made Prosecco because I love Josh wines. Yeah. Josh makes everything. Another sip. I think it's a California wine. Mm. Don't quote me on that. <laughs> I'm just saying stuff. Don't have the bottle, but yes. <laughs> oh my gosh, you guys, we had to go through like three bottles that I've just had sitting around getting old in my cabinets. Okay, my question for you is how do people age wines? Like people will have like in their wine cellars wines that they've had in there for 40 plus years and only like whip out the good ones on like good occasions. Yeah. But, like, your Prosecco got skunked a month. <laughs> a month. Having it a month in your house. Right. How, how does that work? I have no clue. I mean, it was in the fridge, but still. So, I guess, is it because people in the cellars are storing them at the proper temperature for their type of wine or whatever? It's got to be. Okay, that, it's still, the taste of that skunked wine is still in my mouth. It was, it was kind of juicy. Yeah. Like, not it in like a good way. It, like, blew up your mouth when you first sipped on it, and then it just <laughs> tasted like normal rosé, and it was supposed to be sparkling. I was like, should I put it through my soda stream to make it sparkling again? What would happen? We should have tried like, it. Like, can you carbonate anything? We need to try for experimental purposes. Okay. I'm interested. We'll get on We're going to start making our own sparkling wine. Yeah. <laughs> <gasps> wow. Imagine a red sparkling, like a dark red sparkling wine. Okay. There was a, a sparkling red wine that they used to sell at the restaurant I worked at in college. And I forget the name of it, but every once in a while I think about it. I loved it. It had a funky name, like Guggenheimer or something. Huh. And they sold it at a really one-off random like tchotchke store in Roscoe Village. And when I first moved here, I would drive up and get it. It was COVID, so like, what the fuck else were we doing? Yeah. We'd go up and get it for like sushi nights at home because it was so good. That's so fun that it was sparkling. Mm-hmm. Well, we really should put it in the soda stream. Yeah. <laughs> Remember on the cruise, we were putting, we were adding prosecco to our red wines. Yeah, we should do and that. And the white wine. Yeah. We were we were making our own version of a wine spritz. Yeah. We should do that more. We should. It's so summery though. Yeah, it is. Which low-key so is rosé, but I just fucking love it. I love to top any of my drinks with Prosecco. Yeah? Some beer? That would be insane. (laughs) Pacifico. I drank a lot of Modelo this weekend. How was it? Pacifico's twin sister. Mm -hmm. It was good. No Corona? No, because everywhere I was going had Modelo on draft. So I went to this place for lunch in west town called the drop-in and it's a basically just a burger joint it's supposed to be pretty similar to in and out burger i i could see the similarity but i wouldn't say that it was pretty similar it was a really good burger if you like pickles on your burgers Mm. because the sauce was pickled 
And I love pickles, but I don't love pickles on things. So I wasn't a huge, huge fan of it. It was good, but I wouldn't like rave about it. But it was a good burger. But it's the restaurant is a crossover from Neen Williams, who is a skater and a Michelin star chef. So it's like an edgy little dive bar burger joint. Mm. And all they serve is burgers. That's fun. But it's like stays open. And it's like decorated to be like skater esque. Wow. I know all about this. I've been watching weird skate shows on YouTube. Yeah, you're a big skater girl right now. Yeah. <laughs> well, that's cool. See, that makes me wonder. I love pickles. And I love, I, I really, I do love pickles on my burgers, but I don't, a pickle sauce, that sounds weird. It was good. And they had this, they had, it had some jalapenos on it, but like you could just f- taste the flavor. It wasn't spicy. Mm-hmm. We should go, honestly. I would have it again. Like I, the burger was good. I just wouldn't like be like, oh fuck, I really am just like, craving a drop in burger. That's fair. That probably won't happen. Okay. Mm, that's fair. Noted. Next time we're craving burgers. Yes, we need a burger rack. We're dropping in. <laughs> um, one of my other debates with myself lately is um I really might join the Soul Cycle cult. Oh no, dude! We it was another so one. fun. It was so fun when I went a couple weeks ago. Okay, I support that only because I joined Lifetime. No, <laughs> you didn't. Yeah. When? This today. This morning. Oh, you guys, she's converted. Okay, well then we're losing two soldiers. I know. <laughs> Okay, no, and also I know some of you probably like Lifetime, whatever. No, it's this big-ass motherfucking Lifetime in Chicago. It's huge. They got me. They got me. because I'm coming as your guest. No, yes, absolutely. Because my company has this thing called One Pass, and so it's like Gym Pass, but for gym memberships. Mm. And so I got, it's $55 off a month of the membership, which makes it not, like, aggressively expensive. And then it was going to be less than the membership I was going to get to Solid Core. Gotcha. And is I get there classes way more there? stuff. Yeah. It's yeah. only Matt Pilates instead of Reformer. You have to pay an extra, I think, $15 for the Reformer. But I'm like, of okay, course. maybe I'll do that like once a week or whatever. Maybe. Mm-hmm. Um, but Matt Pilates, I like just as much. Mm-hmm. So. But you got the socks. That's all right. Well, I feel like I do like Reformer. So I'm definitely going to do it here and there. Mm-hmm. But I was like more cost effective. And then I can do cycling classes. I can do yoga classes. They have that whole gym. They have the steam room, the sauna, the cold plunge, the hot tub. The pool in the summer. The pool in the summer, the cafe, the bar. It's crazy. I was like, wait. You're going to have a time in there. I'm saying. You're going to go work there? Yeah, I'm, I am going to work there. I feel like I'll do that. Like, I'll actually work from there once a week. Mm-hmm. And I go. think that if I go four times a week, which is, like, always my workout goal, to get a good workout in four times a week, then it's worth the money. There you go. Mm-hmm. Can't complain with that. Nope. That's how I felt when I joined Equinox a couple years ago when I was close to wine. I was going to Core Power Yoga like three, four times a week. And I was like about to get a membership there because you get like a month free or whatever. Yeah. And I was about to get a membership. And then I was like, wait. And then I looked up stuff about Equinox and went and got like a consultation or whatever those are. Yeah. You walk through. And they were saying that they have literally Core Power Yoga instructors there that teach the yoga. And Mm -hmm. I was like... What am I doing? And it was cheaper. Yeah. Because my, my work had the same thing. Yeah. Like the little $50 off or whatever for the membership. I was like, well, it's cheaper anyways. And right. And I really like the amenity type stuff. Like I like to cold plunge. Yeah. The last time I went, I was just like reading my book in the hot tub oh, after what? I worked out. Oh, I think you meant the cold plunge. I was like, that's kind of psychotic. No, I was. When I was in the cold plunge, I was hyperventilating. Yeah. Yeah. And aggressively watching the clock. <laughs> How long did you do it for? Three and a half minutes. Wow. That yeah. feels like a long time. Yeah. 
I'd be out of that bitch. Okay, the hardest part of a cold plunge for me is how cold my feet get. People say, mm. like, oh, wear wool socks. But then your when feet are in it? cold, wet socks. Yeah, seriously. And there was somebody who posted on the ODI page in um, Chicago saying that she was wanting to cold plunge in the lake with her boyfriend and, like, what part of the city do you recommend? Mm-hmm. And thank gosh, a, gun, a bunch of girls were in there like, girl, it is too People cold. People were saying They're like, that. do not do that. Like, you're supposed yeah. to do it in, like, 50 degrees. She's like, the lake is, like, 27 degrees right now. Like, do not get in there. Right. Wait, how cold is a cold plunge bath? Like 50 degrees. Oh. Between like 50 and 55 it's supposed to be. But then I'll see people who will do it in frozen lakes. Like they yeah. carve out a spot to do it in a frozen lake. And so I'm like, that's for sure colder. Absolutely. Maybe not 27 degrees, but. I bet it is. I don't know. I, I'm really interested. Like, But I know like scientifically it's supposed to be like 50 degrees. Hmm. And that sounds like not that cold. You would think. Like 50 degrees. You shower in probably like 90 something degree water. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Maybe hotter. Mm-hmm. I love that bitch boiling. That's what I'm saying. Is it a girl thing for us to roast our skin off in the shower? I feel like a lot of guys that I like talk to or like whatever have experienced a shower with and don't like it that hot. Actually, okay, but I feel like it depends what I do. If I come right in from a workout and like I'm like, I'm like have a dinner at a certain time and have to shower quick, I do have it cooler because I'm like, otherwise I don't start sweating. Oh, really? Yeah. I feel like I when I need to be quick, I have to do it cooler or else I like enjoy it too much and then I'm standing in there. I'm like, oh. oh, this feels nice. I'm like, oh shit, no, I need to go. Oh. Yeah. Like in the mornings for work, when I get up for work, I have to take a cool shower hmm. because if not, I will be in that bitch for so long. It feels so nice. Yeah. Oh my gosh, in the morning, that's the best. Oh, so hot shower. So good. Hmm. Well, I love it. But yeah, my um, we just need to make sure if we are going to have these memberships that we go enough to make it worth it. Yes. No, it's Spending not Spending the money, future. then we need to prioritize making time for the workout. Yes. Happy for you. Yeah, thank you. You have to give us reviews. Yeah, we'll report back. Okay. You can be my guest. Can't wait. <laughs> How often do you get a guest? I think once every 60 days. <laughs> they said you do not let anyone else in here. I know. And it's so funny because my mom is coming to visit in a few months. And I'm like, I need to remember to not have... Oh, I think you can have one guest per month, but not the same one in a row. Oh, that makes I'll need sense. to make sure because I need to remember to not have Something a guest weird. leading up yeah. to that because I want her to be able to come and like do all the amenity stuff. Yeah, yeah. for sure. That'd be fun. Yeah. Uh, it's uh, ridiculous. That's funny. We fell victim to the influence. Always. Are you surprised? No. Never. Never. All right. Should we get into it? Let's get into it. We're going to run it back a little bit. Instead of friend breakups, we're going to go friend makeups and maintaining friendships you guys liked that one before huh (laughs) i see you okay this okay honestly i wanted to talk about this because when we talked about rekindling friendships i don't remember what episode that was but i had talked about how i wanted to reach back out to a friend that i had lost touch with over um over an argument but the argument wasn't between she and i we were both kind of collateral damage And so I ended up reaching back out a few months after I told you guys I was going to because I had to work up the courage for sure. But I reached back out and it went really well. And so I wanted to talk about what you do when that happens. Please tell us. So basically, I just asked if we could get drinks and catch up. And she was just as excited to do so as I was. And then we literally picked back up where we left off. And I feel like there is certain friends you know you can do that with. And she was a friend that I knew that if we just level set, we would be completely fine. So Mm -hmm. we sat down the first hour of our 
catch up was us catching up and then of course we addressed the elephant in the room we had a very candid conversation about what happened we both apologized we both have very clearly moved on and now we're back in business there you go and it doesn't feel weird it doesn't feel like there's any animosity or there's still any feelings or begrudges in between us at all so that's how you know that it's like it was healthy then we worked through a conflict healthily and it took two years is the thing but like I felt comfortable rekindling and obviously she did too and now we're back see and it's like how you said there's no animosity or anything it's like there cannot be for it to like move forward in a successful way Mm -hmm. it's like if one of you still felt weird yeah it wouldn't be no beneficial for either party you know they say like in a relationship if you break up with somebody but then you get back together like you have to have forgiven them usually it's cheating but like if you're gonna get back together with somebody after they've cheated on you you have to have forgiven them Mm -hmm. like you can't fight about it again that is not what you bring up when you have arguments you either forgive them or you don't but you can't halfway and that's the same goes with any kind of conflict in a friendship Mm -hmm. that's a good way to put it Mm -hmm. once you rip off the band-aid it doesn't stick back the same Oh, bitch. Mm. Look at you with this thing. Oh, girl. <laughs> <laughs> so you better be using some hot glue if you want it to Wait, stick back the same. That is so funny. You really have to put in the fucking work. Right. Or get a new Band-Aid, you know. And that, too. Mm. That is also. <laughs> Never thought about that. Get a new Band-Aid. <laughs> also do that. Get a 20-pack. Yeah. You have to be intentional for sure if you go back because you don't want to waste anyone's fucking time if you're still going to be mad. Right. Can't happen. <laughs> no. Don't waste your time. <laughs> But I'm so glad that you guys are rekindled. Yeah. Like, me, honestly, so good. me too. It's mm-hmm. great. And it's just, it was a friendship that I really, really cherished. So I'm happy that even though so much time has passed, we're just, we're back on. Mm-hmm. Better than ever. It feels good. So you know what? If you have someone out there that you're like, should I, should I text them? Should I not? Do it. Do it. Do it. And also if like they don't respond in the way that you were hoping, you're going to be disappointed. You're maybe a little embarrassed. Maybe your feelings hurt. For about five seconds. Yeah. It will pass. You will be fine. There was no skin off your back. There's, I always say this. There's no shame in putting yourself out there. Absolutely. Just fucking do it. And also with putting yourself out there, I don't know if we've talked about before, but it's always good to bring back up is using apps such as Bumble BFF. Is that where you guys met originally? Or um, you mean in Facebook group? Like a Facebook group. Got it. Mm-hmm. Okay. Well, one of my coworkers, she just moved to San Francisco and she was like, I like, I didn't have any friends here, blah, blah, blah. And I was like, you need to download Bumble BFF. And she's like, I just did yesterday and whatever. And I was like, seriously, I feel like there's so many, honestly, like good people on there, but to find your group, it's like, you have to swipe through kind of, it's kind of like dating. I feel like maybe a little easier than dating. If it's girls, girls, you have an intention of being on there. So, yeah. but I feel like there's so much luck on those apps. I agree. And I think if you're going to use them, which I never, I've only used Bumble BFF once, but then I utilize the Facebook pages more when I moved here. That was kind yeah. of what worked for me. But you have a good friend that you made on Bumble BFF. Yes. What did you respond to and what were your prompts like? Because I feel like nobody really gives a shit what your pictures look like when you're on BFF. Like, I don't care what a girl looks like, but yeah. I want to see what her actual interests are or how she even speaks so that I just know if we're going to get along or not. For sure. <laughs> what did I respond to? I could, it was probably like three years ago now, which is kind of weird. I couldn't tell you. Do you know? Can you remember like what your prompts were? Like what you thought was important to like put out there look, looking for a girlfriend? Like, I kind of. I feel like that was such like a weird period of my life that I was just like, I literally at that point, it was before I met Shelby. All of my friends were in relationships. Literally every girlfriend I had in the city and I was going fucking crazy. I remember one day I asked every single one of them to hang out and they're like, I'm hanging with my boyfriend. I was like, what? And I like cried. And I was like, I need new friends. And so I went on Bumble BFF and... 
I feel like your interest, like your main interest, you know, it's like if you truly love like exercising and that's like one of your priorities, it's like put every single kind of exercise thing you're into. It's like find some friend that way. Or if you really like to go out and drink and get after it, put it on there. Mm hmm. So I don't know. I feel like just like your interests are just the most important. Because I feel like I was like, oh, I can be because I feel like I can do both. You know, I can go to a workout class, but I can also go to a bottomless brunch all fucking day. Mm-hmm. Done them both. Do them both. Yeah. But that's also but some good. girls aren't like that. Exactly. You can say so. both. I used to think it was so funny, like when you're looking for a college roommate or whatever. And people would be like, um, love a chill night in, but can also go out like love the hosting the pregame. It's like. Yes, and you would think that that's so common, but some people really don't. Like, especially right. if you're gonna, but you're looking for like a genuine friendship, not just kind of like oh, I'm bored. Like, I could go hang out with somebody. Like, right. I'll go get dinner. Right. You're looking to make friends, mm-hmm. so you don't want to like spend your time at a dinner with somebody who you don't share any interest with. Exactly. Just like you could talk to anybody. You can small talk with a girl, uh-huh. no matter what. Yeah. Some I don't know. There's some people that are just like quiet. Well, that's true. But then they're probably not on Bumble BFF. Yeah, you're right. That's that's very true, actually. That's very true. I think it's great to utilize when you're in a new city or if you're going through, like, a phase in your life like you and just your friends were in different life stages, so you needed to meet some people that were on your same wave. Absolutely. So that's another way. Um. Oh, last night – I got dinner with a couple of coworkers, and we were literally, I was like, oh yeah, my boyfriend lives in Chicago. And they were like, what? And I was like, yeah, since like August. And we were trying to think of the last time. It was probably a year, but we did not realize that it had been that long. You know what I mean? Cause mm-hmm. it's like, we keep up in like group chats, like here and there and whatever, and send each other little things. But it's just like one of those things when we get in person, we literally have the funniest things in common. Like all of us, we all like are, I guess diagnosed, but also very self-proclaimed like 80 d girls and our conversations were off the fucking wall i was literally like i circled back to a conversation like 20 conversations later i was like wait you guys i never finished this thought and we were just cracking up because we did that all like a bajillion times <laughs> but that's honestly the best one because it's so yeah. funny and too because you just had so much to tell each other so much it's so good seriously that's why i'm like sometimes i'm like huh i wonder if we did meet up more often like would we like i don't know would it be as fun because it was just like a blast because we just had it we sat there for like three and a half hours because we had so many little things to catch up on. Oh, I love that. I'm glad that you had fun. Yeah. I think that it's really important when you're going to maintain friendships to just know what the friendship is. Like, I have two friends that I can think of very specifically in the city who I am great, great friends with. No. But they are like month, like month dinner friends. You know, like we get dinner or drinks like once a month here and there. <laughs> Micah has a bug in her drink. Oh my gosh, and I got it out with my finger and then I put it on my tongue to lick off my finger and the bug was on there. I didn't realize it. Oh no. Sorry. Is it out? Yep. We're back. Is it on my lip? No. Oh. Oh my it. god, I would tell you. <laughs> Go on. Go Are on. we back? Yes. <laughs> um, but yeah, that, like knowing like what your friendships are. Because there's like people, if you're like, oh, I haven't seen her in like a month. Like she hasn't hit me up in like a month. It's like, well, because you guys are both busy and you don't have a ton of crossover other than you care to catch up with each other. So that's when you're like, hey, it's been a while. Let's grab dinner. Mm-hmm. I have two friends that I do that with. I have dinner with each of them probably once a month. Yeah. And like then we catch up. And if there's events or whatever, like we're doing a St. Patrick's Day event, I'll invite them both. But we're not the every weekend, what are you up to? Let's go out friends because we have different friends outside of each other. Yeah. Like our, we're not a friend group. We're individual friends. Yeah. And I think that's a good way to be too. Mm-hmm. Like, it's, like, you don't need – or, I guess, it feels like you're all just, like, established, like, where you are. And you're all, like, 
this is where this is what my friendship is with this person i just think knowing what that like knowing that in your mind is really important to one maintain and mm-hmm. to be comfortable in yeah like that way you're not getting upset with someone because you haven't seen them in a while you just know that that doesn't mean that they don't love you that doesn't mean they don't care about you that doesn't mean they want to catch up with you they just have their own life yeah i think yeah exactly but i feel like what was it that i was telling you about Oh, we had a big friend get together. Not big one. There's like five or six of us there. And me personally, I think it's like important to me to keep up with. There's certain people in my life that I love to keep up with, you know, and I would try to get together with them. I would say once a month, maybe even more frequent than that. Even if it's like just FaceTiming or whatever, if it's before work, after work, during work, I'm like, let me and you catch up with this person quick. And then I feel like there's other people in the group that's like they don't do that which is totally fine that's not everyone's job that people just don't care about that or whatever and so then I feel like it's like there's times where I'm like sitting there and I'm like I've already heard all these stories and I'm just like feel like it's like such an interesting dynamic and I'm like do I not go to the friend hangout anymore but I'm like that's crazy I'd have FOMO but why because it's like once we all catch up then it's like fun banter and talk but it was just such an interesting like I just feel like I'm like huh like, it's interesting to see other people's relationships that don't keep up like that. Yeah. And that's, I think that that just becomes what begins to happen in friend groups as we get older and as our lives are changing mm. because people will start prioritizing things differently. So, life events, right? If your friends are having babies, buying houses, planning weddings, you know, doing all of this stuff, starting businesses, whatever it may be. That's their focus, so that's all they have to talk about. And if you're keeping up with them routinely, then you know all the stuff that's going on. Yeah. But it's also, it's like maybe they are just like focused on other things, so they're not prioritizing those friendships one-on-one. I think that friend group hangouts are great. Mm-hmm. I love them. They're so fun. There's, It's really fulfilling to be a part of a group of women, but you still need to have the one-on-one time for yourself and for your individual friendship. So I think that you prioritizing that is a great thing. Mm-hmm. And I also just feel like I love all of my friends and I'm in a friend group where there is a lot of big personalities. And I think I low-key kind of can sway. I think if I need to be the biggest one in the room, I can be. But also like I'm like when there's a lot going on, I can kind of just like not be that. And I feel like I've recognized that. And so there's times I just like feel like I don't even talk that much. And I'm like, this was like not even fulfilling for me you know yeah which was just like such an interesting feeling as well well and I think that people have a hard time digesting the fact that if you didn't get to talk about yourself enough that doesn't feel fulfilling yeah but it's less that you want to hear yourself talk and it's more that you love that the person on the other side of the conversation cares enough to know what you're talking about exactly and so I think if you're leaving a situation with a friend just like a date if you're leaving a situation with a friend where you don't feel like they cared enough to know what's going on with you, mm-hmm. you should address that. Yeah. It's supposed to be fulfilling for both people. Absolutely. And it's like for you in friend groups, you've heard all these stories because you prioritize one-on-one time and catching up with people. And mm-hmm. like maybe some of them just don't have that same prioritization with this friend group anymore. Which is why I think that we need to release the stigma that you need to have a friend group anyway. Mm-hmm. Yeah. In your fucking late 20s, nearly impossible to maintain the closeness of your college friend group if it's larger than four people because it's just busy. It is And busy. you're hardly in the same city. Yeah. So what else do you do besides 
catch up. You love each other. When you see each other, great. Of course. But you can't. Right. And you make so many new friends. Yes. Work and so many work friends, work events. It just gets chaotic. What do you think about, and this is like a great question for you, because you are good at adding new friends into your friend group. Mm -hmm. So what do you think about that? Like, do you feel like it's necessary that all your friends mesh or are you like just as comfortable keeping your one off friends? I think if I bring someone around a couple times and it doesn't seem like they mesh, I think that then I think I'm pretty aware and I'm yeah. like, I still like them as my one-off friend. That's good. You know? Yeah. What do you think? I know. I think that that's good. I think it can get a little bit messy when you think that everybody has to be friends with everyone. So I think that's a really good, good, good that you can right. see it and it doesn't change your opinion on the other person. Right. But I feel like, you know what? If you would have asked me that when I was like 22, 23, I feel like I was like, why? Like, I like both these people. Why don't they like each other? Mm-hmm. I feel like that was like such a hard concept for me in my head to grasp. Yeah. It's just, it's such a weird thing as you get older mm-hmm. that it's, you really can just be your own person without like the approval of literally everybody else. And if your friends don't like somebody, that doesn't mean you don't have to like them. But in college, that was a foreign fucking concept. Foreign. Foreign. Yeah. Even, <laughs> wait, that's like really funny if you even think about it with like sorority recruitment. When you would go around and talk to girls when you're already in the sorority and new girls were coming in, it's like literally you could have a great connection with someone and the person after me could talk to them and hate them. Yeah. And I'm like, how the fuck? What do you mean? I'm like, we had great conversation about blah, 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 blah. You know what I mean? It's kind yes. of crazy even like in that sense. Yes. No, it's insane how that works. And like my yeah. college friend group, there's four of us, which I think is the perfect amount because it's not overwhelming to have to keep up, have to, to be able to keep up individually. Um, but at the same time, because we're all in different cities, we have like group FaceTimes where then we'll all talk and that's when we all catch up. And then mm-hmm. I, I know a little bit of stuff or I'm, I'm checking in here. How are you doing? What's up with this? But it's like we're able to maintain it so well because there's not too many of us and there's no outside other people like that are coming in that make the friend group dynamic change. Absolutely. So what about when one falls off? You got a quiet little piglet. I OK. How does it happen? Because that is it a them problem or is it a group problem? I think you can tell, you know, which it is when Mm -hmm. it's a them problem, when you can tell that they are fading away, which I think is bullshit for the record. I think slow ghosting friends is a really shitty thing to do, no matter the circumstance. I really don't care what it is. Like I there's a hot like some takes on this. People like, oh, well, we weren't friends for that long. We just kind of lost touch. We just like she didn't reach out. I didn't reach out. And that's that. If it happens mutually, then okay. Mm hmm. But if you have a friend that's, like, reaching out to you repeatedly, oh, let's get drinks, let's get dinner, and then you're always making up an excuse or you're responding really delayed because you're trying to make it so that she stops reaching out to you, like, you're slow ghosting her, that's just really shitty. Mm -hmm. Have the hard conversation. If you don't want to be friends with somebody, then say that. Right. Don't make them go stir crazy and insane in their own mind. Yeah, that's not Because then they're like, what did I do? Is she mad at me? What did I do to make her mad at me? Mm-hmm. Like, why? That's not fair. No. no I agree. anxiety on someone else. Road. That's crazy. Is what that is. Exactly. That's crazy. Yeah. But also, I do, I do think that maybe sometimes, I think if it's a newer friendship, that someone may not even realize that's happening. But that's newer. I'm t- we're talking about long-term yeah. friendships. Yeah, well, that's but- what I'm saying. If you don't even realize it's going on, then it's probably mutual. <laughs> it's probably happening on it's both like a terms. Break- like a non-really yeah. breakup. Yeah. So it's like, it's like you go on a first date and then like just no one no ever one texts again. It. And it's like, okay, perfect. There doesn't need to be a breakup text yeah. or just both. Yeah. If someone reaches out to you and you don't want to see them, then I think that... Let them know. Yeah, the respectable thing to do is respond and just let them know. Mm-hmm. 
also, depending, it could be an in-person thing, depending who it is and, and what the relationship like, yeah, is. what the relationship is. But I also feel like if you're friends with someone and then something happens to where you don't want to be, you probably have the same level of awareness. Yeah. Like, they probably know that mm-hmm. a conversation is still warranted. Yeah, absolutely. I couldn't agree more, Shell. don't want to, like, burn bridges. No, for a lot of reasons. Right? There's actually, there's a quote that I, that reminds, that this conversation reminds me of that I want to read to you. I screenshotted it a while ago because I really liked it. Okay, it says, my pin number to this day is my second grade best friend's birthday. There are people I don't talk to anymore whose families are still in my prayers. There are shirts I wear to bed from exes of eight years ago who are now married with kids. And I haven't found a macaroni salad recipe better than my college boyfriend's mom's. Our lives are made up of so many people. And when people become parts of our lives, some parts remain long after they leave. And in the same exact way, it's comforting to know there are so many lives you're still a part of that you have no idea about. Wow. So it's like, but if you end friendships disrespectfully by just shutting someone out, it taints the entire relationship Mm -hmm. that you had prior to whatever is driving you apart now. Yeah. And why would you want that? Why would you want that? That quote literally is like the saying of people are in your life for like a season or reason in a lifetime. Yes. A lot of those are obviously like a reason if you're not in touch with them anymore. Mm-hmm. They're in there to give you that macaroni salad recipe. No, exactly. Mm-hmm. And it brings you comfort. You mm-hmm. want to look back on a time of your life and be like, this was really great. But then this terrible, terrible thing happened and there was no consolation of it. There was no remorse. There was no conversation. That sucks. Right. That does suck. Imagine if they died tomorrow. Well, and that. But That's seri- my anxiety talking. But seriously. For real. For real. You don't want to have bad blood. Literally. <laughs> no, I got to stop. Get you, me out of this hole. You really don't. Especially when it comes to people who you did have very long, meaningful connections with. Mm-hmm. So ghosting is for the birds. It is for the birds. And if you grow apart, it really probably, if you explain it well, I think it would be a mutual agreement mm-hmm. that you are growing apart. Yeah. No, I completely agree Most of the time. That. Sometimes people might just be butthurt if their egos are fucking inflated as hell, but. But also that's probably wasn't going to be a lifelong friendship anyway. But you exactly. also know. You know, like, you know what your friends, you know what your friendship, be realistic with yourself. That way you're putting out into your friendships what you are expecting to get back. Exactly. This is crazy. And being able to actually have conversations with friends tells you a lot. Like, if there is a person that you can't go to, if they did something or there's something in the friendship that's bothering you, and you don't feel like you can have the conversation, that's a, a trigger in itself. Like, that's a warning in itself. You still don't get to just jump ship Mm -hmm. but maybe instead of trying to fix it you just alleviate yourself of the situation absolutely i think that's a good way to look at it that's some good advice thank you Hmm? (laughs) i like i'm thinking of all like the little like one-off friendships that i've had that like do just kind of ebb and flow and go yeah and then the ones that like stick around yeah is there anyone in your life that they do things and you like don't support the decisions they're making but still support them as a friend Definitely. Mm-hmm. I think that's an important quality to have as a friend. Mm-hmm. Like their their decisions are not yours. Yeah. But I think, of course, there's a a line for everything. Yeah. Right. Like there's some things that like because I fully genuinely believe that you are the company you keep, mm-hmm. and like birds of a feather flock together. Mm, that's cute. so. If you're hanging out with somebody. 
who is being a rager and treating people terribly and cheating on their boyfriend and all of these things and they're just okay with it and you're also okay with it it's like okay what is that saying about your morals Mm -hmm. but you can be still be friends with them you just make it known that you don't condone those things don't support those things but support them Mm -hmm. yeah exactly the fine line Mm -hmm. is very important not out of the morals still in boundaries i think that it's really easy to lose yourself in a friend Mm -hmm. if you don't like really stick to your own morals and boundaries because you're having fun yeah you're getting along Mm -hmm. you know it's kind of like a relationship too yeah no it for sure is for sure is it's the same same friendships can totally be toxic yeah that's happened that's happened. I've gone to therapy over that. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know if I have, but yes, I feel like I've definitely had spurts yeah. of craziness where I'm like, oh, I don't agree with this. And if it's somebody that you cannot talk to about it, mm-hmm. red flag. Red flag. Red flag. Like, I would hope if I was doing something just batshit off the wall, disrespectful as a human, that... A lot of my friends would come to me and be like, hey, are, are we sure? Mm-hmm. Like, do you realize what you're doing? What's going on? Like, I support you. Let me know what happens. But I'm not condoning this behavior. Mm-hmm. I think that's important to let them know. Mm-hmm. Fabulous. Okay. Did we name? Th- oh, we did name this we segment did, for you guys. guys. One month later, God. we got a name. We did. Welcome to the Controversy Corner. The Controversy Corner. Is anyone surprised it's the name? <laughs> okay. Are you ready? Yeah. Are you going to pick one today? Yep. Okay. Let me hear it. Is it weird wrong to keep clothes gifts from exes? No. My short answer is no. And what's the long answer? <laughs> <laughs> I think that it's normal. Like, I definitely have t-shirts of ex-boyfriends that i love to sleep in okay wait if they gave you a pair of diamond earrings are you keeping those fuck yeah i still have a tennis bracelet from an ex-boyfriend really why would i get rid of that it's beautiful you're right you don't like take it to a pawn shop though and be like how much is worth well i mean maybe it Mm -hmm. it probably just depends but i do i think it's weird no but is it circumstantial yes yeah like my one really bad terrible ex-boyfriend i don't have anything that he gave me except for a purse because i like it and it's yellow and it was nice Mm. um but he gave me jewelry and i had like a couple sweatshirts and stuff of his after we broke up and i threw it all away yeah i just wanted no remembrance of him yeah but if he wasn't a raging douchebag i probably would have kept it if i liked it that's a good point yeah i'm throwing all that shit out bro really (laughs) you're not catching anything I did keep a wallet from like my very first boyfriend, but you know what? His mom gave it to me for Christmas, and it was Dooney and Burke. Mm. So I'm keeping that. <laughs> okay, but why? Because uh, it's still on my Poshmark. No, I mean <laughs> you're actively trying to sell it. <laughs> Damn. If anyone's so interested. <laughs> really like like a good pair of diamond earrings you ain't catching me in no diamond earrings really no. No. why no. <laughs> <laughs> the 
a bug. <laughs> I'm not going crazy over this rosé. Why? I just, I feel like I'm such an out of sight, out of mind girl. Oh, okay. My mind gets kind of like weird and like, I don't want to say obsessive, but kind of it gets fixated on things. Oh. And I feel like if I had to see a pair of diamond earrings every day from a certain person, I would like, they would still be in my head every day. Ah. Uh, I guess if they're hidden away, whatever, but still, if okay. I'm like getting ready on the weekend, I see them in my jewelry box, I'd be like, fuck. The fuck with you? I think so. Okay, I get that. I'm really good at disconnecting. Yeah. Yeah. That's like one of my my superpowers is mm-hmm. I'm like really good at disconnecting from that stuff but I didn't use the purse for like a year because I it was more like pissed about it but I was like I'm yeah. keeping this I like it right um but I also like like I have shack shirts from men I used to hang out with in college that I still keep because I like them and okay, then boys yeah. would be like whose was this or like one of them was a call co- <laughs> Alabama football like practice jersey so it's very obviously wasn't mine mm-hmm my ex-boyfriend would wear it and then one day he was like wait this was another guy's i'm like you stupid mo- you deserve that please at this point. what he thought you just got that as a souvenir yeah. in a game he was like well i just figured you had you like to sleep in extra large t-shirts i'm like yeah but i don't buy them i collect them you're not buying a mess bitch xl jersey <laughs> practice jersey dense ass motherfucker like, come on and i ain't even you know what i'm not even giving him credit that he knew i bet he did think you bought it yeah, he's a little idiot yeah men's are idiots um yeah some of my favorite like big t-shirts to sleep in i've accumulated yeah. over my years and mm-hmm. i'm not fucking getting rid of them good for you shell i respect that wait on another level what if you have a broken engagement this is so niche and i don't wish this on anyone but what if you have a broken engagement and they don't make you give the ring back some men snatch that shit back which is fine as well right but if they don't make you give it back they let you keep it what do you do with it i got two words pawn shop i think that's where i'm going to (laughs) (laughs) and if they say oh this will be worth more in 10 years i'll say bet and i will give it to someone else and be like keep this for me until 2040 hold on tight yeah Yeah, we're gonna profit off a of heartbreak. Uh, yeah, if we there's are. One thing for sure, I'm getting my bag. <laughs> <laughs> oh, so on that note, be nice to your friends and sell your ex-boyfriend's belongings. Yes, absolutely. <laughs> if it's worth more than five dollars, to the pawn shop we go. Or How much are you mark. selling that wallet for? You don't need to know. No. <laughs> Okay, you guys, (laughs) as always, thanks for tuning in. You can find us on Instagram at just number one podcast on TikTok at just one dot podcast. And we will chat with you guys next week. Bye. See ya.